Braves played some ball this past week and Carter is here to break down all of the successes and failures of your Atlanta Braves. So strap in, sit tight, and get ready, for it's time for the Braves Way Midweek Recap. Welcome back to the Braves Way Podcast. And today, guys, it is Thursday, June 8th, and I wanted to do something different here. I always say that every episode. I don't know why. But the Braves are in the middle of the series against the Mets right now, and it's not quite over yet, so I wanted to do something fun. And what I want to do fun is look at where Braves players are now. So I'm going to do a mix between the top prospects from the Braves organization back in 2020. There's four of them. And then I'm going to do some veterans that were on the Braves and where they are now. These are all names you guys will recognize. These aren't some weird, obscure minor league names that never really produced anything. These are all names you guys should have heard of. And I'm quite excited to do it. So let's get into it. The first player I will start out with is the number one prospect on the 2020 Braves prospects list and that is Christian Pache. Christian Pache you know came up with the Braves in 2020 only played two games but 2021 is where we were like all right you played a little in 2020 we're going to call you up you're going to start the season here in Atlanta and see what you can do well you guys should remember what he did. <laughs> he did absolutely nothing <laughs> at the plate. <laughs> absolutely nothing. His average was 111 in 22 games, 63 at-bats, with only 7 hits and 4 RBIs, struck out 25 times. So the big knock on Pache, like even in 21, is was his bat. It was his bat. And we were like, all right, it's okay. Like, he has the glove. He has the gold glove. Gold glove glove. <laughs> that was weird. He has gold glove caliber defense. He he just needs to be able to handle himself at the at plate. And unfortunately, he was not able to. So we gave him a lot of chances in that 2021 season. And we are like, all right, let's bundle him for Matt Olson in that trade. So we sent him to Oakland. Uh, with, um, who else was in that trade? Uh, yeah, uh, another guy we'll talk about in a little bit, actually, soon, is Shailene Lears. He was also in that trade. Uh, but he also did nothing in Oakland. In 2022, he played 91 games in Oakland, 241 at-bats, and he batted 166, only tallying 40 hits in 241 at-bats. So not the greatest, not the greatest at all. So Oakland was like, oh, their their thought behind it was like, all right, we're a trash team. Let's just throw him out there. Let's see. Let's just see if he can hit. We'll throw him out of a prolonged time and see what happens. Well, um, that was Caputs, and I don't know if they traded him or cut him, but he ended up with the Phillies. And in 18 games with the Phillies, guys, he actually had an decent average. He started this season with the Phillies, 360 average, 18 games, 25 at-bats, 9 hits, 3 doubles, 4 RBIs. So he was raking, but then he got hurt. 
uh, I forget what it was. It was his knee. So he's been out ever since, which is unfortunate. I want to see him do well. I don't really want to see him do well the Phillies, but I want to see him do well, and it was unfortunate that he got hurt. But who knows? What will he do when he comes back fresh off that injury? Will he be able to sustain this success at the plate and actually make a name for himself in the major leagues, or will he just continue to suffer at the plate and just go off into the bliss that is ex-major league players <laughs> that will be soon to find out but as of right now the trade of christian pache has been an l for christian pache because we got matt olsen and he's absolutely a stud and christian pache is not doing well so l for that trade on the christian pache part now let's look at drew waters drew waters was number two in the 2020 prospects list and he is now with the Kansas City Royals. Or should I say the minor league team of the Kansas City Royals. Yes, he did not do so hot this season. That only 10 games up, they sent him down. So, he played in 10 games, 29 at-bats. 241 average, which is way better than Pache. <laughs> But he, it was not good enough to warrant a spot on the major league roster. In 2022, he played in 32 games. They're like, all right, let's 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 see what he can do out here. Let's start him in 32 games, 240 average. So again, he does not have the bat. And I remember Drew Waters was all like, oh boy, Drew Waters is gonna be like that stud. He's gonna be that dude. Like, like. We should not get rid of him. And when we did get rid of him, um, that was like, there's a lot of people calling AA on that. They're like, we should not do that. We should not do that. But it was a weird trade because it was just for a couple draft picks. Like, it was weird. Like, not this isn't the NFL where you trade players for draft picks. Well, we did. So... <laughs> AA must have knew something, and he's down in the minors. So, <laughs> I guess that shows you something. <laughs> Next on the list, um, I don't really want to say W or L for the Drew Waters trade because it was for some draft picks, and we won't know till later, later, later in the road if those draft picks pay off or not. So, <laughs> uh, we'll leave that as a W and L. <laughs> Next on the list, number five on the 2020 prospects list, Shay Langoliers. I know you guys have all heard of this name, Shay Langoliers. He was probably our highest regarded pro uh, product coming out of the minors in 2021, I would like to say. But to be honest, he's not doing anything that special that I can say, yeah, he we gave up too much for matt olsen on this one because 2022 he started in 40 games 142 at bats 218 average only tallying 31 hits and striking out 53 times so like you look at that you can take that with a grain of salt because it was his first like major league experience his first major league like actual time in the majors so you can't really say much on that but this year, he started opening day roster, 53 games so far, 
this season, 184 at bats, and he is batting 217. So this can be more of a sample size. You can be like, I, I, I wouldn't like throw him out to the slaughterhouse just yet because he was so highly regarded in the brave system and the athletic system. So I wouldn't just, just kick him out and say, bye, good luck just yet because he is such still a high prospect. He is only batting 217. So I don't really know what Oakland would think of that, but you know what? Who really cares? because we got Matt Olson and that's a W in any book. So I wrote I write the whole the whole like the whole thing <laughs> the whole trade for Matt Olson with Shailene Lears, Christian Bache, a couple others as an L for Oakland and as a big fat W for us. A big fat W for us cuz Olson's absolutely raking. He is giving us like all-star defense and he's absolutely giving us silver slugger offense so thank you very much oakland now one that's kind of still sore in a lot of braves country i know for me there's still a soft spot in my heart for this dude because he was such electric so cool to watch and that is the number nine prospect in 2020 william Contreras. in that trade last season for Sean Murphy, we gave up him, Justin Yeager, Manny Pena, Kyle, Kyle Muller, and Tarnock. Uh, so, we, uh, when this trade happened, we were like, why, why, why did we have to give him up? Like, why was Milwaukee even in this three-way trade? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Which, it was weird, but, I mean, so... Look, his bat is there. Look at his bat. His numbers this year aren't too shabby. 47 games, 169 at-bats, 39 hits, batting 231 with 7 homers and 19 RBIs. So you look at that, it's not too shabby. I mean, it's not Sean Murphy numbers, but not too shabby. Like, his bat is there and will always be there. The one thing that is not there, and we saw that last year, is his glove. He is a decent glove. He has the glove to make it by as a major league catcher, but he doesn't have a Sean Murphy glove yet. Uh, dare I say, dare I say, a Travis Darno glove? So, like, they were like, let's write it out with Darno and Murphy because Contreras, yes, he has the bat, but we think Murphy will contribute to uh, both ways, bat and glove, and he has so far. So. I know it hurts like William Contreras was some young stud that we could see in a Braves uniform for a long time, but now we get to see Sean Murphy for a long time, and I think it was a W trade. I can't really speak upon Moeller Tarnock uh, yet, just yet, because they were highly regarded products as well. Uh, Kyle Moeller was number six overall prospect in 2021, so we can't quite we can't quite say if this was a W or an L trade-wise. I think it's a W because we got Sean Murphy, and Sean Murphy is a god right now, and he will continue to be a god for years to come. So, yeah, chalk it as a W. All of these top prospects I just named off, Pache, Waters, Langoliers, Contreras, all W trades so far, which it hurts. It hurts, okay? In 2020, like, 
all these dudes were in the top 10 prospects list and they're all not with the Braves anymore. And that hurts. It hurts a lot, okay? But it is what it is. It's part of baseball and I think we've won every trade of that so far. Now let's move on to the ones that we have fond memories with. Our veterans. Our veterans that were with the Braves, either homegrown talent or we traded them, traded for them, and they grew up a Brave or was just Braves for a little little short time, but still had a lot to contribute to the Brave success. And that is our veterans. And let's start off with number seven, Dansby Swanson. Yes, I had to put Dansby in here because he spent six years with the Braves, number one overall draft pick out of Vanderbilt to the Diamondbacks. We traded for him just like that. Don't really know. I still don't know how that trade happened. If you're the Diamondbacks, how do you trade your number one prospect like two or three years after you get him? <laughs> Beats me. But last season, when he was with the Braves, he played in all 162 games. His average was 277 uh, with 96 RBIs, 25 home runs, and 177 hits. This year, uh, I mean, we're only 60 games in. He's played in 59, 230 at-pats, batting 270. Uh, with six home runs and 62 hits. So when I when he went when he signed that massive deal with the Cubs, I was like, I do not think he can match the success that he had last year bat wise. Because yes, his glove will always be there. He'll always have a good glove, but his bat will is Mister Inconsistent. And right now he's pretty much putting up the same numbers that he did last year. If he can keep this up. Uh, I don't want to quite put my foot in my mouth and regret what I said because in a million years, AA would never, never make that deal with Dansby because he just doesn't go over 22 million. He might for a really special player like Max Freed maybe, but he's not going to go over 22 million for Dansby when he has not proven that he can bat consistently uh at a 277 average listen to this 2021 248 2020 274 little back 2019 251 2018 238 2017 232 so like they're all up and down they're all in the mid 200s which is decent for a major league player but when you're getting paid that much you gotta be higher than what you are in those prior years okay so uh I don't really want to rate this free agent deal yet because we don't have, we have Orlando Arcia and Orlando Arcia is fending for himself up there. He is a solid, solid shortstop. You see, he beat he beat out Vongerson so far, so we're paying him like a hundred less. <laughs> we're paying him like barely anything compared to Dansby. So I don't want to say WRL for that one just yet because um, we don't have a. I don't want to say, I don't know, it's Arcia's job until he just falls off the face of the earth, okay? But we don't have, like, a Dansby Swanson or, like, a, we don't have a stud, like, this is your position until you don't want it anymore at shortstop. Now, we were hoping Von Gerson would be that, but he has not been that. So, like, come on. <laughs> Next up on the list. This one is not a Dansby Swanson. He did not grow up with the Braves. He did not play six, year for, six years for the Braves. But he did have two stints with the Braves because he was that detrimental to the Braves. 
and that is Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall, you guys all know him. He played for the Braves in 2019-2020 from that trade from the Reds. And then in 2021, 2020, he went to the Marlins. And then AO is like, why the heck did I let him go to the Marlins? Let's trade back for him. He was one of the four outfielders we traded for at that deadline. And he ended up helping us win a World Series title. And then in 2022, he just battled a lot of injuries the whole year. And then he decided to go to Boston, which I was kind of disappointed. I was like, he was so helpful. For the Braves while he was here. Went to Boston. Absolutely started raking. He played and he had 37 total plate appearances. Wait, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Where am I? He had 33 at-bats. Like I just said. Played in 8 games. Absolutely raking. 11 hits. Or 15 hits. Uh, 4 home runs. 14 RBIs. Batting 455. And then, unfortunately, he cannot escape the injury bug like he did last year. Fractured his wrist, did not need injury, did not need surgery. Fortunately, he did not need surgery. Um, just like Orlando Arcia, so I don't really know if he's back yet. I don't think he's back yet. Uh, no, he's not back yet. So he he was not as fortunate as Orlando Arcia in that department, but. He has not been able to play. He's kind of like Pache where they were absolutely raking. He was tearing the cover off the ball, and then he unfortunately got hurt. So that's not that's kind of sad to see. I hope he does well. I mean, it's the Red Sox, so can't really hope too much. <laughs> but you can hope for the player, not for the team. So that's what I'm doing there. And another player where I want to hope for the player, not for the team, and that is probably... All of Braves country's favorite ex-Brave, and that is Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman is going to rake. He is Mr. Consistent. He will always be batting in the 300s just about um, any season because he just knows how to put the bat on the ball. So this season is <laughs> the same. He's batting 329 in 61 games, 246 at-bats. With 81 hits, 11 home runs, and 39 RBIs. So, like, Freddie Freeman's such a tough sub. Just a, It's so tough to talk about him because he is going to put up great numbers every single season. And you look at this and you're like, why did we get rid of him? Why did we get rid of him? And it was ultimately, uh, you can say it was his agent. You can say it was his wife saying, we need to go to L.A. You can say it was A.A. being cheap. You can say it was because of the CBA and the lockout. You can blame it on a lot of things. But ultimately, he did go to the Dodgers. And ultimately, we did trade for Olsen. And I believe Olsen will be better in the long run. Because Eddie, or Freddie, why did I say Eddie? Freddie's pretty old. He was born in 1989. Uh, I can't do math, so I don't know how old that is. 33? He's 33, 34. Really? Wow. He's 33, 34. Um, so that right there, like, Olsen's younger. So Olsen will be able to have more success later on in his career because five years from now, Freddie's going to be like 38, 39, and Olsen's just going to be like 33, 34. 
So in the long run, Matt Olson is the way to go, and I can't wait to see what he does compared to Freddie in five years. So I'm going to reevaluate re that in five years because, yes, Freddie was a huge loss, and he's going to continue to hit for years for years to come. But will he be up to the consistent level that he is right now? We'll wait and see. So that was such a tough. It's such a tough, such a tough topic to talk about with Freddie because we all love him and he's going to continue to rake. But the Braves, in the long run, I think made the right deal. So our last one for today, a name we haven't really heard. A name we really haven't heard of that much anymore. He's kind of drifted away. Now he's kind of back into relevance since he's joined the Dodgers. And that is number 23, Jay Hay, Jason Hayward. Yes, Jason Hayward with the Dodgers. He's with the Cubs, Cardinals. The Cubs gave him that huge deal and he kind of stunk. <laughs> kind of lost his bat. Um... In 2022, he batted 204, 21, 214, 2020, 265, oh, 2019, 251, 2018, 270, 259 and 17, 230 and 60. So, like, those numbers aren't the worst, okay? They aren't the worst. But if you look at the contract that the Cubs gave him, you expect more out of him. You expect, you expect Atlanta numbers when you give him that much money. So, they did not expect that. He kind of... Did not live up to expectations. Went to the Dodgers this season. I don't really know if he was traded or cut or what. But he's not He's not too bad. I mean, he is a 236 average. So you see that and you go, mm -hmm. But he has 110 at-bats, 26 hits. Lights out defense like always. Six homers and 13 RBIs. And you know what I like? You know what I like to see? He's back with his best bud, Freddie Freeman. They were best buddies, best buds, but they unfortunately were not. They were able to have a lot of time together in Atlanta, unlike what we all wish we could see. But they're back with the Dodgers in L.A., get to live it up, and they're having a great time, and I love to see that. Uh, but the Jason Hayward trade, or... I don't know if it was a trader free agent. Forgive me because it was when I was a young lad. So sorry for I didn't know if it was a trade or a <laughs> if it was his decision. So forgive me, okay? <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> but I think we won it despite it. I think we won the Duval trade or free agent. I think ultimately we did better not signing him and Jason Hayward. I think we've done better. Because he has not had the career everybody thought he would. Dansby's up in the air still. Freddie's up in the air still. So with that being said, that was a where are they now. And I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Because that was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you had a great time listening to me rant on about these old Braves players. And I hope you have a great week filled with Braves baseball. And filled with laughs laughing and joy go out and vote for the all-star game vote your braves in it is now open go vote for your braves i will be doing so too so go vote for your braves and i can't wait to see them in seattle representing the national league and the braves so thank you guys so much for listening have a great day and peace 
The song that is my intro and my outro is Could Have Been Me by The Struts. And all copyright credits for this episode and all the other episodes from the Braveswake Podcast all go to Major League Baseball and the Atlanta Braves. All names, image, images, and likeness all go to the Braves and Major League Baseball. Go follow the Braves Way Podcast on Instagram and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you.